Good morning. Today is Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. There could not be a greater contrast between Yosef in last week's Torah portion and Yosef in our Parsha of Miketz. In last week's Torah portion, Yosef was fighting with his brothers. They were jealous of him. And they decided first they were going to kill him. Then they decided to sell him into slavery. He was working in apparently a good environment for Potiphar. And then he was falsely accused. And then he was sent to prison. So every passage in the Parsha takes him physically lower, 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 lower. He's in worse and worse trouble at every moment. And then in our Parsha, suddenly he becomes the second in command of all of Mitzrayim, all of Egypt. He is in charge of shepherding Egypt through this very dangerous period of, of, of famine. And he's second in command to Paro. What's the key to this sudden and dramatic transformation within Yosef? And Sivan Rahab Meir pinpoints this moment, this nakuda, this point. She says as follows. What's amazing is that the lower Yosef sinks Physically, the higher he soars spiritually. The more humiliated and scorned he is, the more he builds and elevates his character. Until finally, the lowest moment, he's in prison, falsely accused in prison. And there are two other people in prison with him. Two of Pyro's servants, the baker, and the wine steward. And there is a surprising sentence. You have three people here who are in the worst possible position in their lives. And Yosef, for sure, we know, falsely accused, wrongly placed there, the subject of mistreatment over and over and over again. And one day, in the midst of his own depression and difficulty, he sees these two men next to him in the cell and he says to them, why are you so sad today? And that single line is what turns around Yosef's life. Because as a result of that line, when he says to them, why are you so sad? They tell him their dreams. He answers, he interprets their dreams based on what Hashem tells him. Because he interpreted correctly the dreams, two years later, the wine steward remembers when Paro has his dream that there's this fellow Yosef in prison who is able to interpret dreams. And Yosef is brought out. Yosef successfully interprets the dream in a way that Paro can recognize is correct. 
and Paro appoints him second in command. And all of that happened because at the moment that Yosef was at his lowest, he noticed someone else was upset. It's a natural thing when a person is grieving, when a person is depressed, when a person is in the dumps, to be, I don't want to mean, I don't mean this in a, in a negative way, but to be somewhat narcissistic. A person is, is, is overwhelmed with their own problems. And it's very understandable and it's very common that they will not notice the problems of others. One of the signs of healing from grief, from loss, from depression is when a person is finally able to take notice of the difficulties of people around them and to not only focus on their own problems, but to focus on the problems of others. For many of us, the normal process, it takes a long time. But Yosef, in the midst of the worst moment in his life, notices someone else is upset, someone else is depressed. And he asks them why, and he wants to help them. A small moment in which Yosef did not immerse in self-pity, but tried to notice how others feel and help them out. Sivan Rahav Meir reminds us one can never know what the effect of a phrase such as good morning or how are you might be. I heard this story. It's a remarkable story. Many years ago, there was a great scholar, rabbinic scholar here in Montreal, Rebuttal Weinberg, a great scholar. He went away for the summer to camp where he was a scholar, a teacher, a Rebbe in a camp. And it happened that during that summer when he was away and he was away from his family, he was by himself, his entire family was home. He very suddenly became ill. He was rushed to the hospital in the Catskills. And ultimately he passed away. Of course, as soon as they as as he became ill, they the camp reached out to his wife in Montreal. And of course, she rushed to the hospital. And she got to the hospital. And she's in the waiting room. And the doctor comes out to tell her, I'm very, very sorry to tell you that your husband passed away. She didn't get the chance to say goodbye to him. She did not have the opportunity to be together with him when he passed away. She did not even see him from the time that he was stricken with this ailment. And she's just sitting in the hospital, assuming she's going to see her husband and visit with him, hoping, of course, he's going to recover. It was the shock of her life. When this doctor comes out and says, I'm very sorry. He's passed away. And Rebetzin Weinberg closed her eyes for a moment. And then she said to the doctor, 
it must have been very difficult for you to tell me that. Thank you for your kindness. That's the sign of a tremendously refined and spiritually developed person like Yosef. That at the moment of the greatest shock, the greatest grief, to be able to be aware and sensitive to what someone else is going through. Very few of us would be capable of such a thing. But we should be able to recognize from our Parsha the way in which that moment of spiritual elevation transforms Yosef's life from the worst moment of his life to the highest. It happens in a moment. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.